are now listening to Wisdom from North podcast with me, Jannike Einias. Here I will explore topics such as metaphysics, spirituality, personal growth, and in general, how we can create good lives for ourselves. My intention is to find some answers, but perhaps more importantly, finding new questions to ask, because there is always something new to discover in this wonderful universe that we live in. In Wisdom from North, we're passionate about helping you take your spiritual growth to that next level. That's why we are collaborating with some amazing spiritual teachers and partners who offer free webinars and classes. Go to wisdomfromnorth.com forward slash free. Disclaimer. The views and opinions expressed in this podcast belong to the guests and do not necessarily represent the views or positions of Wisdom from North or any entities they may represent. Now, please enjoy the episode. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hello, Hans William. A warm welcome to the show. Delighted to be here with you again, Janika. It's great. Thank you for inviting me again to your show. Yeah, I'm excited to meet you again because we had a wonderful interview um, quite many years ago that got really popular because I was so curious about your YouTube channel. I mean, you're a mystic, you're an illustrator, an author, an illustrator of 200 books. Uh, you have around 20 million uh, views on your YouTube channel reaching out with your method of explaining spirituality in such a simple way. And I looked into your YouTube YouTube channel and I was like he's still going I love that and then I I've noticed that my audience is uh, interested in the law of attraction and understanding how it really works and people are struggling with it and manifestation is you know complex there's so many perspectives on it and I came across your video about law of attraction explained and I was like okay I would love to have you on the show and talk about that so um I would love to hear a little bit first, uh, where did all this wisdom or how did all this wisdom come to you uh, before you started to be a mystic teacher? Well, <clears throat> I've been always very interested in the spiritual 
side of life when I was a young person and I studied many, many different uh, courses and uh, paths like Edgar Cayce, Rudolf Steiner and Cosa Miracle and many, many, many others. And I met wonderful people on this path. But it was some 30 years ago that I came across some teachings which came or which are still coming through a wonderful woman in Germany. Her name is Gabriele, the emissary of light for this, uh, for this uh, period, basically called. And she is not easy to be found on the internet because she doesn't want any personality cult. The material that comes through her from the absolute reality is material that um, explains the laws of life in very clear and easy, understandable ways. And uh, it is also all free, except, of course, the book itself you may have to purchase if you're interested, but there is no organization to join. There is no membership. There are no teachers. I'm also not a teacher. I'm merely a student of the spiritual path, the mystical path. So there is no organization to join, and I find this very, very compelling because the path is just between yourself and God. And it's uh, the kingdom of God is within ourselves. So uh, Gabri gave us over the years many, many books, many, many revelations, which are totally new, which the world had not heard before. And they give answers to so many questions, uh, which I had and I still have. And for myself, I started then... Um, to illustrate these spiritual laws, because it's easier for me to understand when I visually see how A links to B and C and so on. And so what I did, for instance, if we speak about the law of karma, I just simply make it a, a, a little drawing and I just show how the, somebody does something bad to someone else. And this gets stored in the bodies of the person or both persons in the Akashic records, as well as in the repository planets from where eventually will return back as karma. When you see this, uh, drawn out, uh, it is so much easier to understand. And Gabi always said that God is ingenious simplicity. There are no secrets for us. And this is what I share. So the videos I do, I do mostly in first place for myself to understand what I've read, what I've studied, heard, and uh, I try to digest. And then I share it with anybody who is interested. I have zero interest to convince anybody that this is the right way for them, because we all are on different kind of vibration and we all may need different kind of teachings to move forward. But I found this very, very helpful and uh, absolutely unique because the depth of this material, I don't think you will find anywhere else. Yeah, that makes sense because I watch your videos because I'm very intrigued by, of course, the way you explain everything so simply or, or in an understanding way, you know, complexes, uh, spiritual spirituality that can be quite complex. And then the drawings that does something to my brain. So I just understand it more. And I loved how you said that you also do it for yourself, uh, that you're also a student. And I guess we're all actually teachers for each other and also students for each other. I'm a student and everybody else around is my teacher. Oh, I love that. All right. So let's dive into the law of attraction, which became very well known through the secret. And we're going to speak about that as well. But how would you say the law of attraction works from your perspective and from what you've learned? What I learned is that the whole universe works on the law of attraction. This is basically, the basic, now one of the first uh, laws of the universe. Like attracts like, and things which do not harmonize together do not uh, attract each other. So it's very clear, particularly when we go 
when we are in the spiritual world and the realms, like attracts like. The spirit beings are just all grouped together according to their own mentality, vibration, and energy. Because let's not forget, the entire universe is nothing but energy and vibration. And every stone that we see is nothing vibration. Any tree, any person is nothing but vibration. So it's a vibrational universe. And like attracts like is a very clear that things, uh, birds of the same feather flock together, as they say. So it just always works that way. One little exception we have is here on planet Earth. And that's why planet Earth is nothing but a school for souls to grow and mature in a very fast way. The reason why it's different, because here on planet Earth, souls from many different vibrations and a different um, uh, yeah, vibration and groups and thinking and, and, and understanding and beliefs are suddenly come together on this in the same place, which means when we are in the spiritual world during our lifetimes here, we are usually among like-minded souls. And there isn't much growth there. When you hear everybody talking the same thing, thinking the same thing and so on, you don't see any alternative viewpoints. You don't really grow much. So coming to planet Earth, you suddenly are surrounded by all opposite views and ideas and in politics, in, in social behavior, in, in, in the ecology, whatever. It's here, it's a really intense, the variety of thought patterns which we find here. And that gives us a great momentum to question our own beliefs because our own beliefs are usually based from our childhood where we grow up in the parents of our parents the environment from our teachers from our religions and so on and many people and most people don't really question them but we do see how other people live believe behave and there may be some more loving more caring more understanding more compassionate ways, which we may apply the way also to do to others as well as to ourselves. So this is, I think, the key element that here on planet Earth, we have got this wonderful opportunity to be exposed to different other vibration. But otherwise, like attracts like is true. It works. <clears throat> and the secret movie, if anybody still remembers that, um, had a lot of truth in it. The only thing which I question very much so is that you just can't sit there in your chair and suddenly believe I want to be a billionaire and I want to have a sports car and I want to have a big villa by the sea. It hasn't worked for most people. I know many people. It sounded so tempting. It says all I have to do is to imagine myself having that sports car and the villa. And then, of course, through the law of like attracts like it has to come somehow into my life. If that would be true, any actor who plays every day for two hours, let's say a cancer-ridden patient on stage, would eventually also attract cancer, wouldn't he? So because this is two hours intense feeling like that person, it doesn't happen. Our higher self usually cuts in and says, this is not exactly, this may not be exactly what you plan to do in your present lifetime. Because before we incarnate, we have a very clear picture of what we want to achieve, who are the people we want to meet or even be together in a family as a spouse and what challenges we want to face and what we want to overcome. Now, if we suddenly deviate too strong from it, like for instance, I give the example, you decide you want to become a teacher somewhere in Denver, America. And suddenly you decide, oh, now I see the movie, the the. The, uh, the secret, and you suddenly decide, oh, I want a big villa with lots of money by the sea. So you may 
with intense willpower of ego power achieve that but then you have missed the message or the, the reason why you incarnated because in denver there was your spouse waiting there were the opportunities for growth waiting and all the stuff you suddenly miss so our higher self usually helps us not to achieve the goal if that goal was not meant for us it is usually always a goal from our ego we want to have something the goal is all the ego is always obsessed with having wanting but the higher self our soul is only interested in becoming and there's a big difference. And the secret didn't speak about becoming. It speak only get, 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 have. That's another thought here. I said earlier, our life here on planet Earth is a schooling. So it's only 800,000 hours, 30,000 days. Uh, it's nothing compared to the etern eternity of, of life. As, as a spirit being, we are eternal. It's just like dipping into the sea, like going to the movies for two hours and coming out. Now, that cannot be our true life here. That's why it is so short, because it is only a school. And when we go to school, whether we go in college or wherever we are, we are not mainly obsessed in getting possessions. We are mainly interested in becoming. We want to learn. We want to grow. And therefore, I think uh, a lot of people have misunderstood this uh, law of attraction. And uh, that's. I think it's a much deeper meaning here because when we focus on why we are here then everything shifts and then we have got also the help when i'm interested in to become a more loving compassionate person that vibration goes out that vibration will come and bring me into a situation where i can do that now this liquidation may not be always very loving and very kind because sometimes we need to be in the opposite kind of environment to grow but whatever it is, our main goal should be here to become again, to become again this pure being, which we all have been, this angelic, divine uh, being, a perfect being, spiritual being, which we all have been. And unfortunately, we over time, we have lost a lot of energy and we have lost also that understanding of who we truly are. Wow, very interesting. There were some interesting perspectives here. So let's see if I can jump into a few points that you made that I found interesting. For instance, that we come down to this planet where there's so many different frequencies and vibrations and where we're coming from, we're sort of more similar with those souls having a same vibration. I got very interested in that, would love to go uh, into that. And also the, what you said about becoming and not just getting and how it's connected with our soul's blueprint, which makes really a lot of sense. Uh, and also one can argue that, uh, okay, the universe is abundant, so we're supposed to open up to all this abundance. Aren't we supposed to have everything? So there, there's so many ways of looking at this. But let me start with the first um, point here that I found interesting. When you said that on the other side, we have more a similar frequency with those souls we're, uh, I don't know, being with, hanging out with. Are you speaking about soul groups and sort of that, let's see that, um, or let's say that you are in a certain dimension and I'm in another one and you're with your soul group and I'm in another soul group and we have the same vibration and that's sort of the place where, not the place, but the, the, the realm we're lingering in uh, until we advance and move into another dimension is that how it sort of works that we have sort of a home frequency on the other side 
Our home frequency is divine love. It is the absolute reality. We're all on the way home. But before we reach that home, we have got different kind of grades of the, uh, the evolution or uh, returning back, which means, for instance, if a person <clears throat> has been very cruel or murder or whatever and dies, that vibration of the murderer will attract that soul to similar vibrating uh, entities around them, other souls. So there you can speak of a group soul of murderers who are all together. So as imagine, this is basically what the description of what some people call hell. You're suddenly surrounded by other negative entities, which are similar like yourself. Now, again, when you said you and me uh, I on a different vibration, in group souls uh, can be of different vibrations. And that is another reason why we incarnate back here on Earth, so that I can meet my spouse uh, or on any other family member or friend who is very important to clear up some karma. But that soul of that my spouse or my friend is on a different vibration in a different realm. So we all are in different vibrations, but here on earth we can meet together and clear up whatever we have caused in the previous lifetimes. So yes, the answer is we are group and soul groups, but the soul groups change. If I evolve here very fast, I can really jump much faster, higher in this in the spiritual realm and will be attracted to a higher soul group, which is more in alignment of my now new vibration. So we are all on our way home. There is no real home in the purification spheres. The final home, which is the absolute home, yes, then we are all there together again at the same level because we are all equal brothers and sisters in God. But before that, we all have different vibration and we all have to clear up a different mess. That makes sense. And what about, you know, the notion that uh, we're born to be abundant and uh, to to that we can access everything because we are everything and we deserve everything. So why shouldn't we have that car? Why shouldn't we have that house? I, I do understand that you said that you had another sole purpose, but still, isn't there also this um, this perspective that we also can have everything because everything is possible. Everything is just energy. So we can, in theory, attract everything. And that is our true nature to be abundant. Yes, we can attract everything. We can become very rich, very wealthy, very famous. All these things are possible. But I would suggest it is very helpful to ask ourselves, what is my intention, my motivation for that? If I just want to have a home for my family and I want a good job to things, I think that's a very different kind of motivation than, oh, I want to show off, I want to be famous, I want to be that, etc. The moment we have got those ego-driven desires, like an extreme villa on the, by the sea or an extreme sports car, then usually, as I said, they do not come true. Or we can also attract negative entities, astral beings, who make these things possible and help us to achieve those goals. I do have an interesting video called Wealth, Power and Fame, where I explain how an astral being can help us to achieve these goals. They can bring us into environments with other people and so on. We help each other and suddenly I achieve everything. But it is a very painful path, even if it doesn't look for the outsider, because, oh, he has got his car, his villa and all the money. But I think you and I, we both know a lot of wealthy people and they are not happier than anybody else. On the contrary, so many have committed suicide. So 
um, that comes with a high price because the drive to have more and more, wanting more and more, the greed comes from the feeling, I am not enough. And that feeling is fed to us by the astral beings. So even if I have a hundred million, I must now have a billion and if I, etc. So it is a constant greed, greed growing thing. So there is, yes, you we in abundance, we can have everything and we do have everything from a spiritual center because everything that we see in the outside world, the essence of everything is in us. As I said earlier, the kingdom of God is within us and there is everything is in there already. So we are having all that play in ourselves. But the motivation why we want it is the, the key point here, uh, why we want it and why we would like it. And we will be given and any help and anything from the spiritual world if our motivation is pure, clean for the well-being of everybody involved. And I think that is the key element here. Yeah, that resonates with me and makes so much sense. You know, asking yourself, what's my intention with wanting this? And, uh, you know, I, I do ask myself that. Why do I want more of that? Why do I want a bigger apartment? What's that coming from? And I, I think that's a great practice to have actually asking yourself uh, because I think our society is uh, affecting us a lot uh, with the... Focus on status, especially in Scandinavia, there's so much status, popularity, you know, you should have this and you should have that. And that does affect us. And, and speaking of that, very interesting that you spoke about the astral and astral beings, uh, because you've said in that video, I think that they affect us and also the law of attraction. So sometimes we can think it's our own thoughts, but it's really not. So for those of you, those who are new to the astral and what an astral being is. Could you really explain what they are and how they can affect us? We have to go back to the beginning of uh, the time we understand it when uh, a large number of perfect souls left the absolute reality and fell deep into the temporary reality, which the Bible calls the fall of angels. We are one of these angels. Now, some of and over time, we have fallen further, further away. And um, we most souls have the opportunity to here to incarnate here on planet Earth to pure to clarify our karma. I know the karma is simply said is it's just as the uh, consequences of our negative actions. But there are some souls which have fallen so deeply that they have no energy really left anymore. They do not wish to incarnate here because incarnation means being in the cycle of reincarnation, facing the negativity that I have done, we have done to other, other souls. So they don't want to incarnate. They have to have a certain stage, a certain limit of, of, of energy. And that energy they take from us, from human beings. And they do it in many different ways. So very often it is they send us some negative thoughts and energies, uh, like, for instance, thought, thought of hate. We may not even feel the hate initially. We do all have a bit of hate in us. But some negative entity sends us the thought of hate. That hate is in us it, 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 because like attracts like. So we already have a bit of hate in us. And suddenly it takes over our whole being. We become angry. We fight suddenly with our spouse, with our neighbor, with our co-worker. And that anger brings out energies from us. 
strong energies, negative energies, and that is called lush energy. And that energy is food for those soul, fallen souls, these astral beings. And they do it everywhere. When we look on the planet Earth, we see all the wars, all the destruction which is happening, the torture, the killing, the murder. This is mostly initiated and uh, kept alive by astral beings because these are sources of energy. These are whole areas of energy. The Ukraine, for instance, right now is a source of energy of negative forces, really lap up all the negative energy which comes through the killing and murdering of human beings. Um, so these entities are real. These entities are definitely having powerful influence on some people and it, it depends on us and therefore it's very important for us to keep our mind and our thinking pattern as positive and, and balanced and harmonious as possible. It's not always possible. Human beings, we also fall sometimes into the patterns of negative thinking. But let's watch it. And if we are falling in the pattern of negative thinking, ask ourselves, is this really my thought? Is this true? There is Byron Katie's wonderful work, which she, where you ask all these negative questions, four questions you ask. Is it true? Uh, can I really be sure that it is true? And uh, uh, these four questions, if you go to on Byron Katie's website, um, are very, very helpful, very simple. But if anybody is stuck in a negative thought pattern, that would help very quickly for them to clear that thought pattern. And as I said, it may not even have come from ourselves, but we can get stuck from it. We get sort of, um, what's the word? We get locked into the thought pattern, repeating and repeating, it becomes bigger and bigger because that thought is an entity on its own. They are alive. Thoughts are alive and they become bigger and bigger and bigger. And all thoughts have the desire to become reality. Like, for instance, in my video, thoughts are alive. You see an architect has firstly the thought of a house and then he draws it on a paper and then eventually somebody builds it. That's the sort of how a thought becomes material. And also the thoughts eventually always return back to us. If we send an evil thought out to someone else, that evil thought also returns back to us like all karmic energy does come back to us. That is so interesting. And I think you call it thought complex. And that is was new to me a few years ago. And I was just so amazed by that. I have heard thoughts become things, obviously, that we affect our reality with our thoughts, but not that they become alive. Would you say, I mean, they become alive as an energy, but not as an entity, right? With a not, as a, not as a soul. No, not as a soul with sort of a how shall I say, with, with willpower moving and so on. They work on the law of attraction, but they are alive, they're energies. Our thoughts are, it's all energies, as I said earlier, and thoughts are energy. And this energy... Um... Hold up, what was that? Boring, no flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. 
Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Thought complexes are just leaving us. If, if, if re thought repeatedly becomes strong and they have a life on their own for a while and they can, they've, attract other thought patterns of same vibrations and then they can create together a big thought complex and this is something that's very interesting when you go for instance in an environment of a big city uh, where a lot of people are living you're basically walking through a sewer of thought complexes all the people have thought complexes and they sort of and they swirl around us wherever we go in particularly in these highly populated areas, and their thoughts are not necessarily happy thoughts. They're usually negative, distressing thoughts. So that's easy to become depressed in a highly populated area because we pick up so easily thoughts from other people. And uh, it's also sometimes when you enter a room and you just feel already, hey, this is something wrong here. It looks nice, but I don't know. It may be filled with the negative thoughts entity. The person before there may be sit there and brooding, be depressed and so on. And if there is something similar in us, it can attract itself to us. So thought energies are very powerful and they are not there. Yeah, we just have to be careful with our own thinking and we always positive thinking, of course, it's always easy said, but it's not easily done. That can explain, for instance, what happened during the Second World War, perhaps, that the Germans were so manipulated and brainwashed into this thought form. I mean, if we were going to explain it metaphysically, that they had this idea, not all of them, of course, but a lot of them, this idea that Hitler had, that it was sort of a thought form that everybody bought into in a way. Is that Definitely. Yeah. yeah, definitely. And that's what all the astral beings use. They use leaders so that they uh, go to war and do destructive thing. But we must also uh, remember that whether you take Hitler, you take Stalin, you take a suicide bomber, they all believe that they're doing the right thing, which is interesting. So the worst person doing the most horrible thing does this because they believe at that moment, this is the right thing to do for my God or for, for whatever reason it is, for my country, for, for the race, for the color of the skin of my, my people. So all these people don't know that they are on the wrong track, so to speak. They strongly believe that they do the right thing and their strong conviction of that this is right gives them also the power to influence so many other people mm -hmm. and doing then going to war and doing horrible things. They believe, Mr. Putin believes he does the right thing and so does Mr. Yeltsin and everybody else around them. They all know that uh, what they think is the right thing to do. And it almost seems like fear is sometimes stronger than love. Because why isn't love uh, conquering the fear? It seems like fear is just, I don't know, perhaps those who are in love or have a loving vibration, they are not able to do to uh, change the situation. I don't know. It just. Do you have any thoughts on that? If, if fear, why, why the world is run by fear and not love? <laughs> if because love is stronger. 
the original idea of the astral being is to destroy uh, creation. And that's why fear is one of the motivation. But I like to add here that, in my opinion, love is so much more stronger. There are far, 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 far more people on this planet who act daily through from love, from compassion, helping, understanding. Human person basically is a good person and the heart is right there. Of course, if they're misused or abuse is the word, things change. And there are groups of people like in war situations where they do negative things and most of them are guided into it or forced into it. They're not wanting. Most of these soldiers don't want to go and kill someone else, but they have no option, no alternative. So I believe love is much stronger and love is also the final success. And uh, eventually, just everybody will eventually realize that with fear, you achieve nothing. You may achieve, for the little time you're here on planet Earth, some fame, some power, and some wealth. But huh, it's gone. When you die, it's gone. It has absolute, it's an illusion. It has no value. But a soul may have to go through many lifetimes to realize that whatever we have gained here on material use, uh, material wealth, is absolutely. It's, it's a joke. It's really an illusion. And it's just uh, fleeting and, and gone. So all the power we, we, we try to get through fighting and, and wars is uh, a, silly, a silly game. And of course, it's mostly done by males. <laughs> that is unfortunate. Yeah. Uh, how can we protect ourselves uh, from these astral beings? This is, I mean, it's quite new to me that they had such an influence. I know they're there. I've been traveling in the astral myself. I've seen them. Uh, but it's nothing that I think so much of. I can mention that I got a reading once when I was very depressed that my depression had sort of been created into these thought forms uh, that were very powerful and that I sort of felt protected by. So I used the depression I saw or understood as sort of a protection. So I realized that I, I can't feed that depression anymore. Like I'm just feeding a thought energy. I really have to uh, be conscious enough and aware enough to change that to do the work and switch to the positive because I was more like uh, just in that giving up all the time and I have a complex mind and part of me is being depressed. It's just who I am. I can't change it. And that just got bigger and bigger. Uh, and when I got that reading many years ago, I realized, oh my goodness, I, I've created some monsters here. <laughs> so how can we protect ourselves from these astral beings so we can think our own thoughts and feel our own feelings? Well, you gave partly the answer yourself. I mean, trying to stop the when we get into the spiral of negativity to catch ourselves in time, because one of the um, most powerful spirals of depression is self-pity. Mm. When we start feeling sorry for ourselves, it's very difficult to get out of it because it gives us some false sense of comfort, petting ourselves, poor you, you are fine, etc. So the key, of course, is to catch ourselves in time before we sink deep into the quicksand. Um, and of course, there are many other tools. One of the most important tools which I have found when I was a young person already was meditation. I was as a teenager, I was totally confused, totally unhappy, etc., maybe depressed even. And then I discovered meditation. At that time, it was transcendental meditation, which I no longer do, but which was very helpful at the time. And at the moment, suddenly I realized, oh, wow, I can actually control my thinking. That's amazing. 
I don't have to think every thought. I can just sit here for 20 minutes twice a day and really let all the negative thoughts basically disappear during the meditation. This was so powerful. I mean, I, I, from a very insecure, virtually depressed, negative young man, overnight and within a few months, I became very self-confident. I left Germany. I went out knowing nobody. I went to Africa and lived in Africa. I would have never done this had I not discovered meditation. So meditation, I think, is a very powerful way. In my On my website, um, on my on YouTube channel, I've got several uh, guided meditations as well as also how to meditate video. So anybody who's interested might find it. Because in the meditations which I now do, and I suggest, and I also have the guided meditation, is really is a way of connecting with divinity in us and around us and realizing that there is a higher power. I don't have to do everything. I can really surrender to this energy and let this energy help me through whatever crisis I may face. And this surrendering, this knowing that there is this healing and helping energy out there, not out there even in me, is something which I think is the greatest treasure to discover. And meditation can do that. Of course, prayers can do that too. But to really in meditation to calm our mind and feel that energy that can i think sort out a lot of things or let me throw it back to you uh Jenica. so how did you stop it eventually lovely good question it started with that awareness uh, i think it always starts with awareness to catching yourself in something i think i made a lot of excuses that i wasn't aware of why i should keep being a bit depressed every now and then. And I really saw it that I'm actually feeding this. I'm creating more of it. Okay, I was having a reason to be depressed a while ago in my heavy, heavy depression. I don't anymore. Why do I still feed this? And I noticed also that it is uh, a protection because uh, I was afraid that, but what if I don't manifest the things I want in life? Uh, what if things are not turning out the way I hope for? Should I really dare to believe in this magnificent life? It's more safe not to, because that's been what I've been used to. Uh, and this was before, you know, my life transformed with wisdom from North, because <laughs> then I've started to change my frequency. Uh, but I, I, I sort of couldn't believe that my life could be great, that I could have success and love and happiness. So, uh, but then I understood that, whoa, it's really up to me. Like nobody else is going to fix me. This might be one of my sole themes, one of my big assignments to turn this around and to convince myself that I am worthy of a happy life and success and joy. I just have to change that pattern because my brain, like the neural pathways have become so solid with negative thoughts that it's just natural for me to think, oh, that will never work. Uh, so it was uh, kind of hard work at the beginning to dare to believe um, that I could deserve a beautiful life, that I could start my own company, all these things that people wanted to watch my show. Um, so yeah, I, I hope that sort of answered yeah. your <laughs> Great. Your question. Yeah. All right. So uh, over to or back to the law of attraction, you have mentioned that karma comes into play as well. Uh, one thing is the plan we chose and 
planned out before we come down in this incarnation that you're supposed to learn certain things but then we have all the other lives or future lives or parallel lives how does that play into the law of attraction first of all before we get born the law of attraction already works that we are attracted to mostly the mother vibration and then secondly the father vibration which must be very similar to ours we cannot incarnate in, in parents uh, which are not like us the like attracts like so the soul to come to the find the right mother must be of simulation which is very important because we many people are not very happy with the choice of their parents but the only reason why they are there is because they are just like their parents now they may not express the same anger coldness uh, etc like their parents because they have seen it from childhood onwards how negative their parents may have been and so over time they have developed this is the whole purpose of why they pick the same parents um, to be in a more loving kind of person but there is no coincidence the parents we have chosen according to our vibration now sometimes a soul also needs a different vibration to grow up in so that we do have this situation of an adoption where a person gets adopted into a totally different environment, but he or she needs the genes of the birth parents. And later on, because of the soul path, it may need a different environment to meet the right condition and situations as the life unfolds. So that's where already the, the law of attraction comes in. And then, um, law of, and, and then we live our life as I said, before we get born, we see already, you saw the birth plan, you call it, uh, where we saw us, we see the major instances of challenging challenges that we may have, uh, where we have got maybe difficult times and illness and accidents, loss of job, etc., etc. All these are very challenging situations which we have agreed to prior our birth. Nobody is here against their own free will. And these are vibrations as well. And these are vibrations of the past. They're coming back to us because our life is nothing else than on rewind. I made a video on that one. You can look it up. Which means that what we are experiencing is nothing but the, 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 the effects of the causes that we have set in this and in previous lifetimes cause and effect the law of karma so if i meet a very difficult situation right now that situation or a person cuts me off in traffic that person is not an accident that person brings back to me a situation that i most likely have done as well either to this particular soul or in another time so i must face now the so uh, the uh, seed that i've sown once and that is the whole idea of karma that we are facing um, it's, it's a law of consequences. So we are facing our own misdeeds on negativity. These karmic laws are coming back to us at certain times. They are all stored in the repository planets of this material and semi-material universe. And when these planets are either full or move in a certain constellation, uh, they download back to us our karma. We call it sometimes fate or bad situation or something. But in truth, it's all our own stuff coming back to us. And when we understand that every situation that we are facing is our of our own making, uh, it's already a very different story here. So there again, the law of attraction works again. Whatever we have sent out comes back to us. It is only temporary stored in the repository planets. That's the law of attraction sort of in a circular. We send it out, we hurt somebody, stored, 
and comes back. It's also stored in our genes, as I said, in the Akashic Records and in several other elements. But mainly it comes back from the repository planets at a certain time in our life. So we can face see the pain and suffering and the misdeeds or unloving deed which we have done in the past, in this or in a previous lifetime. Wow, this is new to me. Repository planets are, are is that a f are there physical planets or yeah. other dimensions in the material as well as the semi material world? Yes, this is oh. partly all our most of the planets that we see are repository planets, they are loaded with energy. Oh. Our planet Earth is loaded with energy. So, again, we speak about like attracts like the negativity that I sent out, a certain negative, like murder, for instance, get attracted to the planet where murder energy attracts. And eventually they come back to us. But these planets are only storage planets for the most part. Interesting. I mean, karma is a huge topic. Um, it seems like we then could just add and add and add karma forever. <laughs> and we do <laughs> but that's sometimes that's why the reason like your shows and others are sort of this, help us to wake up of, of our dream and our ego-driven goals in life so that's sometimes we 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 wake up from it and um, yes we will always create but there is always any karma that we have created in the past and we're creating right now can be eliminated not just by enduring it but the reason for us is here to forgive and be forgiven so that the karma will never affect us so if we have hurt a person we go and ask for forgiveness we try to make amends we feel remorse so that effect the, the negativity that we once sent out by having cheated somebody in life oh and that hasn't come back to us but now go back and 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 and, and uh, do something <laughs> I tell you a personal story happened to me. I was working in, in Africa in a, in a little office and I was having the cash, um, uh, the daily cash box. And at times when I, I was very young, I was stupid and young. I, I'm still stupid. But, <laughs> but, uh, but I helped myself with money out of that and for lunch. I took the dollar out at the time for lunch sometimes and I really knew how to, to cover that up. It was small amounts. But it was the bedrock. I totally forgot about it. Years, years, years later, maybe 20 years later, 10, 15 years later, when I started, when I was a writer, I made a book about I will always love you and also of, about forgiveness. And I realized, and suddenly it came back to me wow, you actually have stolen. <laughs> and have you ever done that right? Have you done that right? And uh, so I wrote a letter to. The person, the owner of the of the um, yeah, of the uh, office, and she was a widower. And I said to her in a very light letters, "I'm terribly sorry. Remember me? I worked for you ten years ago, and I feel still very bad because I have taken some money out of it. It can't be too much, but I I hope you can forgive me. In close, please find um, a check, and I gave a real healthy check and put attached it to my letter." So after a few weeks, I got a letter back and she says, well, I tell you what happened. I won't tell you how I reacted to your letter, but I tell you what happened last night. Last night, I had a terrible storm in the area and two pine trees fell into my pool. And I says, oh, my God, now I have to spend thousands of dollars again to clear that up. And I just I didn't have that money. 
and then came your letter with a check. So I'm just only telling this story because we are helped from every side and everybody's help. When we try, when we humble ourselves, try to make amends, um, if we get help and uh, it helps everybody. So this whole thing evaporated as a karmic burden for me and it also helped her. Yeah, that, that's good to hear and know that there's something we can do when we know and become aware I did something wrong. This is not me. It's coming from my ego, fear, whatever, that I can make amends and do something about it. Um, yeah. So law of attraction and manifestation. Uh, how do you manifest? How would you suggest that we actually uh, use the law of attraction in a loving way and that are beneficial in our lives and for those around us? I can't say I consciously use the law of attraction other that I surrender with a knowing that whatever will happen today is for the benefit for me. Everything is here to bring me home. So any disaster which may happen suddenly will be a lesson for me, which I have to go through. Any wonderful thing I have will also be good for me. My life is not that well anymore for the planning what I need to do. I'm also having the benefit that I'm not that young anymore and have to create a whole home and life for a whole young family. It's a little bit different. Um, I had a very rich life and therefore I don't really use the law of co attraction consciously like the movie suggests us to do because I don't have the, the, the goal. The only way how I do it is try to become a better person than I was yesterday. And that I can only do through action and thoughts. I cannot do that by just wishing I have to do something about it. I have to learn to forgive and be loving and kind and having positive thoughts. So that's why I hope I slowly attract myself to a higher vibration and be then accepted to a higher vibration when I leave this planet. But I cannot say that I consciously use this law. I think surrendering to me is one of the highest ways uh, of, of, or forms of manifest, manifesting. Uh, I'm in the process now, I'm surrendering more instead of manifesting. <laughs> yeah. So uh, Hans Willem, I would love to ask you some questions I ask all my guests or have started to ask all my guests. So what is self-love to you and how do you practice self-love if you do? <laughs> Self-love for me means knowing who I am, that I am a noble, divine being, not better than anybody else, like everybody else is the same thing, but reminding myself who I am. And when I remember that, I will take greater care of what I eat, how I dress, how I behave, because I, I remember of who I am, even if it's not coming across to everybody else, including myself. But my essence is nobility divine nobility and that i focus on that is how i see healthy self-love is a true identification of how i truly am and i truly am a child divine child of god a perfect being at the essence in me and what is happiness to you happiness is a choice which comes from being grateful Grateful is a step for happiness. It was not the other way. You're not grateful because you're happy. It's you're happy because you're grateful. Gratefulness is always something throughout the day for whatever I see, I have my hands, my feet, the computer, etc. This interview, I'm grateful for that. And the gratefulness creates happiness. Mm -hmm. And what is the deeper meaning of life for you? 
to become perfect again. Hmm. Thank you so much, Hans William. Where can people find you? I mean, uh, share a little bit about uh, your YouTube channel. My YouTube channel, just click in Hans Wilhelm and you will find it, the channel comes up. But I also have a website where all the videos are as well, organized with a certain topic. And that website is called lifeexplained.com. I love that. You're explaining life. I, I'm so glad your channel and your work exist. Thank yeah. you so much for an intriguing conversation today, Hans Willem. Thank you so much, Annika. It was great to be with you. Thank you. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. you want to become more who you are and live in alignment with your soul's purpose and explore a deeper meaning with your life, then you are most welcome to join Wisdom from North membership. If you want to go deeper, you can find all our English online courses and programs at wisdomfromnorth.com. You can also find us on Instagram and Facebook and YouTube just by searching for Wisdom from North. Until the next episode, much light from here.